ready to start recording? It's time for the Film Studies Club podcast. Oh, cool. Count us down. Okay, this is going to take some time because I've decided, because this is the 10th episode, I'm going to count us down at 10 BPM. So I'm going to get my metronome out. <laughs> Nick, that means that there's 10 beats a minute. Okay. It's going to take him 30 <laughs> seconds to count down. Okay. okay, let's do this. Let's do this. All right. 10. Nine. <laughs> no, wait, wait, Paul, can you count down from five? You always Eight. count down from five. Can't stop him now. Oh, I do? Yeah, you always count down from five. Seven. <laughs> We're only halfway there. Kind of. No, we're not. I know. Six. This is going to be a really awkward intro if you're just saying random numbers and without... <laughs> hey, this is fun. This is really fun. Five! <laughs> All right. <laughs> we just... <laughs> we haven't even Four. introduced the podcast yet. It's not like we can actually talk about anything. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Two. All right. Welcome to the... No, no, no. I'm not done yet. One. All right, we're live. Congratulations. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Film Studies Club podcast. 10 weeks. We've been doing this for 10 weeks. That's crazy. I know. It really doesn't feel like 10 weeks, but it also feels like 50 weeks, like weirdly enough. Um, yeah. I am joined by my vice host, uh, Pahul Chabra. Pahul Chabra. <laughs> What's up? Hi, my name I'm is I'm joined by Chabra. my vice host, Pahul Chabra. I will get that down one day. And, uh, of course, always our fact checker slash uh, uh, really mm-hmm. bad at doing this podcast extraordinaire, Nicholas Mana. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick, by the way, we have been doing this for 10 weeks, but you have been doing this for nine weeks because oh, you I, edit, I edited. Episode. Okay, whatever. Fine. Yeah, but you were on it, so nobody nobody cares about the editor, you know? It's not the editors that are I would have I would have joined if I could have. I literally would I was not able to do it. No, but then we tried to call you so that you could like phone into the first episode that you were asleep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I called him multiple times on Discord, on now. Skype, I'm and here. I'm here now, and that's all that matters. And we can't change history. It's crazy. When we started this podcast, movie theaters were, like, just starting to close. And now they've been closed for 10 weeks. And this podcast was founded on the idea that we would review new movies. I like the old movies thing, though. It's not that bad. I like it, but it's also not unique. So it's not like we're going to get any extra, you know, followers based off of it. Well, I don't know. I mean, we have 19 listeners. On uh, Apple Podcast, I think in total, that's not bad. But, that that's yeah. pretty good. I heard that Joe Rogan's moving to Spotify, so we're gonna have some heavy competition on Spotify soon. Oh wait, like is he still gonna be on iTunes, or is it just he's going to Spotify? Eventually, by the end of this year, he's gonna completely move to Spotify. Okay, so then by the time that he's off of iTunes, oh then, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's our time to shine. We can be the next Joe Rogan podcast. That's true. We should get Joe Rogan on. How do you think we could do that? We could just like email him. I think him. we should email him. Yeah, no, you know what? I'm going to look up his email right now and I will email him while we are recording. <laughs> Joe Rogan email. What are the odds that he says yes? Uh, one and 2,000. 
Oh, for podcast guest booker Matt Sags for sponsorship or other inquiries. This is really threatening. How much do you I think mean, it would cost to have him on? Do you think we could afford him? I think if he likes us, it's free. If if he doesn't like us, then it's probably like ten million somewhere on there. <laughs> I doubt it's ten million dollars for one podcast episode. Well, I mean, it depends on how long the podcast is. I bet we could like max pay him to be on for like thirty seconds. That's like a thousand dollars. But that would be so worth it. Like that the pod that would be way better than any other type of advertising we would do with a thousand dollars. Think about how many people listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. That's literally millions of people that would suddenly have an interest in our podcast. Sure, yeah, maybe. It's not a bad idea. Maybe we should consider this. Um, well, I mean, we tried to get some other people on the podcast. I'm not going to name names here. and They're much smaller than Joe Rogan. No offense. I know and they I, didn't come on. I know, why would Joe Rogan come on? Well, it's because I messaged them on Patreon and like that wasn't maybe that wasn't the best place to pay to do it. Maybe I should tweet at him because I tweeted at the podcast and they re- they liked my tweet. So maybe if I tweet at them, they will see it. I think we should get big enough, though. We should like get bigger. How, how are we going to get bigger without taking the necessary steps? We're going to keep doing this and people are going to stumble upon it. But that's that that was my mantra with the clever critics for five years, and I, that has not grown at all. Well, I can't argue with that. I'm out. I don't know. Um, you know what? We should we we should do some sort of like promotional thing where like we give away like a fifty dollar Amazon gift card or something. Oh, like, we I streak at the world at the um the uh wait, what's it called? No, no, no. We have a thing. Where we say a coupon code in the middle of the in the middle of the podcast somewhere, and they're gonna have to note it down. And if they go to Panda Express with that coupon code, they get like fifty percent off an orange chicken or something. <laughs> that would be so easy to do too. We just need to search the web for like a. For, oh, that that means we'd have to get a sponsorship with um, Panda Express though, or we could get I like. Want, no, we don't. <laughs> I want to get a sponsorship by like a really big thing, you know. Like yeah, Democratic streak Party. during the Super Bowl. Streak during the Super Bowl. If we could get sponsored by any company, who would you want it to be? Or like uh, the Republicans. Gamer steps. Like the you whole Republican the Party? Republicans. Yeah, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. Both of them are fighting for us. They're fighting for our party. So we're like, we split the American like vote. Exactly. I don't know if that would work as much because we have one socialist one bernie supporter and one like i don't even know what to define nick as politically i think just stupid. Well, nick, nick wanted to kill anyone who didn't let him use ad block a few minutes ago <laughs> that's so, true i mean I'm, we're pretty i'm pretty sure nick's kind of a semi authoritarian dictator nick, kind nick, of guy where do you now. identify politically uh nick? <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> okay. Like, answer answer me this qu- one question, okay? What do you think about weed legalization? I think weed should be legal. Okay, so right. he's, he's a libertarian for sure. Do you believe in uh, capitalism Abortion. or socialism? Or that I don't have an answer for that. See, then that's where we stop. We don't know really where to go from there. All right, good effort, Nick. 
Congratulations. I'll be right back. I need to go get some mac and cheese. <laughs> Are you serious? Live on the podcast? My mom made it. I don't know what to tell you. He's getting mac and cheese live on the... I swear, Nick eats like... He gets he eats like six meals a day with how often he Nick's like goes... extremely unhealthy. I'm kind of worried about him. Yeah. I don't know if we should be talking about this on the podcast, but... I think that uh, the only time I've seen Nick exercise outside of PE was during his video when he was running for vice president and he was running on the treadmill. That's the only time I've seen the max That was really good. That was really good. We yeah. should talk about our elections um, to try to fill time until Nick gets back. Uh, uh, how was yours going, Pahu? Well, uh, I don't think I have an opponent. I'm, I'm not sure. So it's going pretty well. I think my video was okay. And, um, and I got my signatures, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that you have a comp- competitor either. I don't think I do. Um, I don't think I have a competitor. I haven't I think... heard from anyone for treasurer, vice president, or um, secretary. Right. I've heard that two people are going for president, but right, which is we're um, good. Which is Nylee Rickles versus uh, Natalie Natalie Muse. Which is, should be an interesting showdown. I'm actually curious yeah. to see how that will pan out. Yeah. Because I think one of them has burned a lot of bridges, and I'm curious, like, how much, like, if he, if burning too many bridges is like, if that'll backfire on him, you know, just based off of his past. Well, I think we've already made it clear who you're talking about because you refer to the person as him. I mean, obviously, Madly Moose <laughs> is a girl's name. Come on. Uh, it's it's too late now. I, I I'm fine with him hearing this. You know, in fact. If we have to work with him in office, I think it's even better that he knows where we stand right now. But I think I'm going to vote for him. Are you going to? Uh, well, I'm not sure. I'm going to see both of their videos. I'm going to see what they have to offer. Right now, I don't know who I'm leaning towards, but I'm, I'm impressed with the amount of effort Miley uh, Rickles is putting in, like Instagram yeah. live videos. Eating and, like, pickles, all that. Eating pickles yeah, on his live video? That's pretty insane. That is nuts. Nick, how's your um, election going? I don't know. <laughs> what, like, what do you like? Ha- how's your, like, did he get your signatures? How's your video going? Like, is oh, everything well, up to date? Kind of that. Uh, everything is up to date. I got all my signatures pretty early, in fact. Um, nice. I, I uh, put up my video in time. Uh, I think the video awesome. is pretty good, but to be honest, that all doesn't matter. Only all I needed was my signature since I'm running unopposed. Therefore, I win and I am the senior class secretary. No, you're the vice I mean, president. The vice president. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, who is senior class secretary? I'm senior class treasurer. I'm Sorry. like Hamilton. I kind of wish that um, Michael Bunty was running. I mean, yeah, no, we had him on the podcast. It's fine. I kind of wish Michael Bunty was running for. Um, for a for a senior class president because i think the well, that was... would be three people that would be extremely competitive i know it would be but i feel i mean like maybe take one of them out and have them run for asb secretary instead is what i'm saying yeah yeah i could see that yeah anyways uh <laughs> let's talk about movies now yeah um, let's talk about movies what uh what whoa, order whoa, 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 whoa. what we have explained our backgrounds Oh, oh that's like, how do we how did we put that much buffer time at the start of the video without even talking about it yeah back? no i came back and you were like talking about nothing about movies <laughs> <laughs> 
we're talking about, like, time because we're busy eating mac and cheese. Yeah, or... how's how's the mac and cheese? I haven't tasted it yet. But please taste it and then tell us. It's Everybody, hot. Silence. You want me to burn Everybody. myself? <laughs> oh, we kind of do want you to, yeah. That would be pretty funny. That's like one of those videos that go viral, like the oh Charlie's biting my finger or whatever, you know, like he bit me or something like that. Maybe that, that YouTube. Maybe that's how we can go viral. I mean, how we can get popular. We upload like viral parts of yeah, our we make podcast. we make nick do really stupid we're things. already <laughs> not on the point of what we were trying to do okay shut <laughs> up my background okay. shut up yeah yeah what's your background my background uh timestamp is the man himself uh mr wait what's his why name? did you put a timestamp there yeah the why'd man. you say timestamp so because uh, i had to edit my my face going on screen oh gotcha what's his name oh um uh, shaggy? shaggy it's shaggy but like <laughs> he, he's like a drawn version of shaggy like like a stan would draw you know yeah that's him that's shaggy did you say like a stan would draw yeah do you yeah, know what stan, stan do you guys yeah know no stan i know means? what that means i'm just embarrassed that you just said that we'll try i don't to know what stan. that means i want to look it up on urban dictionary Wait. robert you can't just say because it's a popular term that people use in the internet means it's cringy shut up it, it is cringy though um it. My background happens to be Shaggy as well, but in mine, he's not super buff. He's just a normal guy from the live-action adaptations uh, of the Scooby-Doo movies. I love the live-action movie. It's so good. I have not oh. seen it since I was a small child. I know what Stan means now. Can you read the definition without um, saying curse words? A crazed and or obsessed fan. The term comes from the song Stan by Eminem. The term stan is used to describe a fan who goes to great lengths to obsess over a celebrity. That was me with Alexandra Daddario. Like, back in when I was a freshman. Do you think that there's, like, shaggy stans out there? Like, you genuinely think that there's shaggy stans? 100%. Why? For sure. There's all, it's like, it's like, there's always, like, stans for something, you know? Yeah, no, uh, Nick, can you timestamp that? Oh my god, it does oh better safe than sorry. Guys, guys, look at me, look at me. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Um Fahul, what's your background? Also, did you use that background in the last podcast episode? I did not actually. Last okay. episode I used a baby. What is that one? That is um, the office of the land, the most powerful seat for uh, in, in the world. The Oval Office, and I'm sitting in it right now as we speak. When I was a kid, I really wanted to be president of the world. That was like my dream job. And um, the reason that I wanted to was because I saw, I think it was like, I saw the news. It was the day before, like it was the morning before we were going on a field trip where it would be all about like what careers we want to do. So I looked on the TV and I saw like a ton of money just going by on the screen. And I the, and the words at the bottom said president. So in my mind, I linked the two together, and I thought that all the president got all of that money. And I thought that's just president of the United States. What if I was president of the world? That would be so much more money. Yeah, I have something an interesting story about a career choice. Yeah. Uh, one night I was just sitting with my dad watching the news, and I saw that on it was it was BBC, and they were talking about how like Osama bin Laden just got shot by the u.s whatever like seals or something and i was like damn i don't want to be that guy and that's when i decided not to be a militant 
kind of guy. Like, you know. That's when I decided I was not going to be Osama bin Laden. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about not being a terrorist. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's what I thought about not being. I thought you meant a military guy. No, a militant. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, He he didn't want to be a paraterrorist. Very bold of you to make uh, make that decision, Puffle. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are going into the field these days. So, uh... (laughs) How's the mac and cheese, Nick? It's pretty good. My mom put extra cheese in it. So it's more like cheese and mac. Oh damn! Why would that cause you order? It, what? Well, because there's more cheese. No, anything, like... if anything, could be mac and cheese and cheese. You want some mac with your cheese, bro? Mac and cheese squared. No, we're already no, getting off track. Not okay. more mac. There's just more cheese. Okay. Um, <laughs> if anything, it would be mac times open parentheses. Oh my god! Seriously. Close parentheses oh, squared. Guys. Okay, why would cheese be like, in parentheses? That's what I meant by it. So that you know that you're just squaring the cheese and not the mac as well. I never said like those... and the mac. If I if I need if I d- said that it would be the quantity of mac and cheese. I would say the quantity oh my of, but god. I didn't. Oh my god. Okay. Birds. Okay. Let's we, go. Yo, how long are we into the podcast, Nick? <laughs> Eighteen minutes. Eighteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I recorded you know like before I, was, I started. I was thinking a lot, like. I was thinking it was a lot more, so we're good. Yeah, okay. Let's anyways, we don't have that many movies to talk about today, anyways. Um, so thankfully, I think this is the first podcast episode we've had since the very first one where we're talking about new releases this week, which is kind of exciting. So, um, Pahul, what order do you want to go in? I wanna go with Worst to best. Uh, um most CGI to least CGI. No, least CGI to most CGI. Like, as if um, there's a competition there. <laughs> yeah, there's not at all. So, least, then we're starting with Capone. So, Capone is a 2020 film directed by Josh Trank, and it stars Tom Hardy, Linda Cardinelli, Matt Dillon, Kyle McLachlan, Caitlin Naderici, Jack Loden, Noel Fisher, Tilda Del Toro, Al Spaienta, uh, Mason Guiocchi, Jamea uh, Ziegler, Patty uh, Brindley, Rose Bianca, Wayne Pear. Those are all the stupid names that are boxed. I can give those pot synopsis. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. You're doing oh, that now. Oh, wait. Do you want to say one word, Nick, and then I say one word? How would we know we're saying the same thing? No, because you can, you're just going to look up the movie, right? And the plot synopsis that comes up on the side. I can do that, too. Oh, I was I was giving the IMD, uh, IMDb synopsis, but I can do that. Yeah, do that. Okay, let's wait, do wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. I want to join in on this. We should all say okay. one word at a time. Okay, I'll <laughs> start, so and then Robert, you go, and then Nicholas, you go. Okay, wait. So you looked at the words plot summary Capone? Okay, I I, I, I just up looked up Ca- Capone 2020 I just looked synopsis. Up Capone. I just looked up Capone. I'll look up Capone 2020 synopsis. No, no, let's just look up Capone. Let's just look up Capone. Okay. It's a it's a pretty short one. Okay, Pohu, you start. Chronicling the final day. Oh. <laughs> Days. We have to, oh, we we have got to restart. Okay. Yeah. Chronicling the final days of notorious gangster Al Capone as he becomes to dementia. dementia. No. Oh, Time stamp. Timestamp. We should re- we should we should redo that purely because Nick is gonna have to cut all of that out anyways. Alright. Alright. Ready? 
Let's do it really fast. Chronic Light. The Final. Days. Oh. Notorious. Gangster. Al. Bone. As. He. Scums. Two. Dementia. And. Relives. His. Ash. Through. Tormenting. Memories. Oh, that nice. was good. Oh, we should make good that job. a legend. That was great. Legends. Let's that go. Was, that was legitimately great. Okay. So uh, let's start off with um, Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Moe, Catch a Tiger Bites till my mom said to pick the very best one and you are it. Pahul, what did you think nice, of Kapan? Sweet. Oh, damn. This is a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'm going to pick up, I'm going to get my notes out and I'm going to read it. First thing that it says is Tom Hardy has syphilis. Because I thought of the movie would be a lot sadder if he actually had syphilis. Because I would be like, you know, he's playing a guy. But he also like the has. actor? Yeah. And um, I thought that this movie was really bad. I was really bored. I was whining during the movie because of how bored I was. But I thought that um, if it dove deeper into the subject, you know, because it's a pretty serious topic. Syphilis is not a joke. And syphilis is back. It's on all the books in Redding, California. And I think that as it makes a comeback, we should, we got to start talking about it. And more so, we're going to start talking about dementia, guys, because it's a pretty serious thing. And if you don't die before 70, you're going you're gonna to have dementia. And, um, you know, it's like, uh, it's just sad. And it's scary stuff because dementia ain't cool. And it was pretty, like, insane to think about. Like, if you just think about the story of Al Capone, just get rid of the movie, and just think about how this mafia guy just becomes a guy who poops in his bed. That's pretty insane to me. Like, that was sad. And um, that's it. Yeah. Wow, that was that was that was very informational, Paul. Well, that had very little. I want to go next. 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 All right, Nick, go next. I think there are a lot of problems with Capone. Uh, first off, I think the biggest problem is that the characters in this movie they didn't set it up so that you care about them. Like a great movie can introduce a character and get you to know them, like as if like you're, you met them at a party and suddenly, wow, they're your friend and you care about them. With Capone, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm smiling. I'm giving you support. Yeah, no, this is awesome. I'm just laughing because I'm. La it, it's like it's like I haven't seen Rudy, but you know that scene in Rudy where Rudy runs <laughs> and makes his first touchdown. No, it's like that. It's like the little guy that that could, you know. Okay. Anyway, anyways, with Capone, he just uh, you he they introduce a character and you see that he has a lot of problems and they don't go much from there. They don't really they they're sure they kind of build off of him like giving him, um, not backstory but just like background knowledge of like um who he is and like who his friends are, but that's it. We don't get any like com compassion for the man. We just see that, that he's very troubled, and I feel like they try to like have a sense of like a Quentin Tarantino film I know that kind of sounds like um I forget the word but it, it sounds weird but like I, you know like a, a Tarantino film always ends with like an extremely uh violent and like vengeful ending that's usually how he ends his films like um right is that right yeah okay yeah that's right um and they try to do that with Capone but the, the reason I think that doesn't work is because again 
like for example in um in uh Tarantino films the ending is always good because this the thing that is happening is happening to characters you care about Robert's taking a picture it's happening oh, cool. it's so happy. <laughs> I've never seen Paul be happier you're making him so happy continue Nick uh, anyways, uh, with Tarantino, this is happening to th- to people that um, you know you care about, and they're also they're happening. The, the things that are happening when you know there's an extremely violent ending, it gives you like a sense of like revenge. Like for example, in Django Unchained, like uh, when uh, I remember I saw an interview with Tarantino uh, saying like usually with movies about like slave owners, usually the slave owner when they have the chance to har- harm or sorry when when the slaves have a chance to harm the slave slave owner they don't because it'll make them just as bad as the slave owner. He says with my movies you don't get that. You see you actually get the um the satisfaction of getting revenge on the slave owner. The thing is with Capone, I like. There's no revenge. There's no feeling. It's just he he's doing this because he's troubled, and he's doing this to innocent people. It's not like it's not like you're gonna feel anything when you see that. And the things that do happen that are supposed to be dramatic, it's not something that is in- inherently interesting. Like if I like say like you had an aunt that w- that had dementia, sure it'll be sad or something. But this can't be sad because it's someone that you don't care about, and it can't be interesting because someone with dementia who is crazy. It's just not interesting. The plot is not interesting, and it's very boring, and that's why I don't like this movie. Wow, Nick, I think that is the best film criticism you have ever given. What can I say? You, you really, you really stepped it up today, Nick. You know all those jokes that I was making about you like failing on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> it's all a lie. It's all a lie. You're doing great, Nick, and you almost screwed it up so there boring. by. Eating well, <laughs> do you not call your own mother's cooking subpar? You say, it's not yeah, cooking. Screw you. It, it's, it's pre-made pasta. Oh my, that's disgusting. It's like, still okay. rude. Can you guys learn how to cook? Uh, can we go to a country kitchen? <laughs> oh, that was what, that was such a controversial day. Um, anyways, what move, Capone? Um, I agree with a lot of the sentiments of what Nick said. Uh, I think what Josh Trank was trying to do here. It's kind of like, uh, I know that probably nobody listening to this podcast, which means literally just Willa at this far into the episode. Um, I'm sure nobody listening has seen the movie All That Jazz. But that is, I think, what um, what Tom Hardy, I mean, what uh, Josh Trank was trying to do here. Because in All That Jazz, it's a movie about a Hollywood movie producer and he is needing like a medical surgery thing. Um, and as he's doing, as he's like getting further into the treatment and everything, and his life is like falling apart more and more, his life just starts getting crazier and crazier. And the film starts reflecting that. Like there's some like musical numbers that are just completely insane. And there's really fast montages. It's really impressive filmmaking. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I love all that jazz. And I think biopics like that are really interesting where like, rather than just telling you the story of a person's life, they try to explain like how a person felt and they try to do so using like the art of filmmaking. But the problem with that is that you need to be really good at making movies to make that work. And unfortunately, Josh Trank is just not that good at making movies. Uh, Too many, like I like the idea of, him being delusional and stuff happening just randomly. But 
because the filmmaking wasn't strong enough, it just felt so stupid. It felt like it was just going from scene to scene and it just didn't make much sense. And the way that they deal with multiple characters in this movie is awful. And also multiple subplots. They're literally like constantly bringing in different subplots and different people in almost every single scene. There's like a, there's towards the beginning in a lot of scenes, there's like a new subplot introduced and then it's just immediately forgotten about. And that like really annoyed me because they didn't take an idea and go far with it. They didn't have any ideas. The only idea was Al Capone has syphilis and he's pooping himself in the bed and that was it. Like, and any ideas that could have gone further were just brushed through really quickly because this was a really short movie. But, and I think it would have been a lot better if it was longer, but also I think being as long as it was, I got really bored because the filmmaking was really bad. Like, if you're going to take a gamble with a movie like this, I think that you almost need to make it long. And if it's not long, then it's going to feel super long because it's going to be really boring. Um, Also, I love Tom Hardy. I think he's a great actor. I think even in a movie like Venom, which wasn't amazing or anything, he brings so much charisma to the screen that he honestly almost made that movie work. But he is terrible as Al Capone. His accent sounds awful. The way that he looks is so over the top that it feels like it's supposed to be like in an SNL skit. Honestly, this movie feels like there was an SNL skit and then they took the dramatic story from it and tried to make it into a movie and it just didn't work. Because I mean, think about it. Yeah, you could, I could totally see an SNL skit where there's an old watch Al Capone SNL. and what? I don't watch SNL. Well, just imagine like you could I've see- i the like, Cowbell one. You could or see- Cowbell- <laughs> You could see a skit where it's like an old Al Capone and he's like pooping the bed and his wife is like, ah, Al, Alfonso, what are you doing? You Like, that sounds like something that would be made into a comedy skit into, not this like full-on feature-length thing. And I don't know. I was just very disappointed by this. I wanted to like it more. And I was actually, I had hopes for it, but it was just a disaster. And um, I very much did not enjoy watching Capone. It needed more poop scenes. Oh, it did. I have a question. Yeah. How's your Nintendo Switch? Okay, it got delayed till Friday. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I was super mad about it because today I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to play all day long. It's going to be so cool. And now <laughs> I can't because it's coming on Friday. So now I just. <laughs> oh, yeah. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? Well, Nick did it. And I, I, and I thought it was funny. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. Come on. Um, is there anything else? Oh, also, the wife from Green Book is in this movie, and it was really oh, weird seeing her in something else. That's all Green I, Book. I liked Green Book. I liked Green Book. Yeah, Green Book's fine, but like, I don't know. It was just weird seeing her in another movie because, like, they have Christmas at the end. Yeah, and it's like I, I, her face became synonymous with Christmas. You know who she kind of looks like to me? Mrs. Marty. Yeah. Yeah, she totally. does. Oh my god! What the hell? Okay, no, when I first saw her, I thought, okay, is this is Marty acting? Like, I first saw her in like a TV show. I don't know, like back in like TV show shot in like 2007, and I genuinely thought that Mrs. Marty was like an actress, and that she became a Sequoia middle school teacher or something. Here, we should doctoring her, Robert. What are you doing? We should we should look her up, um, t- so that Nick can understand what we're talking about, because clearly he does not understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, no, I I was just surprised of why you two had the same thought about that. 
because she looks so because much like looks look. so much like yeah her. here we go look at that no she needs to be like talking that looks like miss marty i feel yeah kind of i could just see like it. shorter smaller like forehead i could see it you know what i think miss marty is a combination with her and anna kendrick anyways we're just doxing our, our teacher no what it those are two very pretty actresses how are we doxing her no we're doxing her doxing means we're revealing her personal information yeah oh, we reveal her name in the school she works at oh yeah what if she listens to the podcast wouldn't that be a crazy twist turn of events hello mrs marty <laughs> jardine it's jardina uh see i thought that maybe we would be able to keep her identity safe by the fact that she had a new last name but you just you just gave it away oh my god we already said sequoia middle school yeah but i mean maybe someone would look over i don't think there's any assassins listening to our podcast i'm gonna look at sequoia middle school let's see how many there are in the world you just disregarded like some of our possible demographic There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight Sequoia Middle Schools. That's not surprising at all. One of them is just a school inside of a giant Sequoia tree. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. That was so funny. No, that was not. Okay, should we? Should we? That was pretty good. Should we? Um, something about trivia. No, No, ratings. Oh, ratings. Yeah, Paul, you start out because you started. I want to give this a 400. Dang, that's that's the lowest. Um, I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a 20. I'm, I'm using ACT scores. A 20 and an ACT is like middling. Yeah. Seriously, like, that's a crime <sighs> against Hollywood. Wow. Hollywood. Anyways, um, I will give this a 2.5 out of 10. Now, Nick, uh, do you have some fun facts and or a transition sound That's effect? That's like ex- extraordinarily hilarious that you should ask, because I actually do um, have some <laughs> trivia. Uh, Matt Dillion, uh, Dillon, so, Dillon, what am I saying? What the hell? Sorry, Matt Yo, Dillon. Why did you say Dillion? Time I, stop, I have no idea. Stop. What did I say? I said hell. You said the H word. Matt Dillon uh, is billed as playing Johnny, who is most likely Johnny Torrio, uh, who was Al Capone's mentor. This fits since Dylan's, uh, Dylan is older than Hardy. I don't... Okay. That's a yeah, that's great, great thing. fact, Nick. That's that that was really exciting. Oh, wait, there's more! I thought that was the only one. Okay. <laughs> you know what uh, I find interesting? Like, what? more interesting than Nick's trivia? What? Is that this big crime boss, Al Capone, was arrested for tax fraud like of all the things that they could get him for they got him for income tax evasion that's so weird isn't it you should yeah. have his taxes the the irs can track them taxes also he wasn't the godfather like he was mentioned in there he oh i thought i thought you meant that he was in the movie and i was like he died like 40 years before the godfather was shot that it's impossible Bro. Okay, what, what's, um, this will what's be Tom fast? Hardy's second attempt at playing Al Capone. He was previously going to play the character in a film called Cicero, um, directed by David Yates, but the project never moved forward. Hmm. 
David Yates did Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and the other last four Harry Potter movies. Watch those um, ones. What? I watched the Harry Potter movies. When? Uh, uh, that's, a, that's a tough one. I don't have to think about this one. I think All it was right. like 2012, I think. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> you said it like you watched them recently. Oh, no, not recently, no. But I was thinking of doing it, but then I realized, no. No, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, good. Um, all right, Nick. Do you have a transition sound effect? I actually do, Robert. Do the harp. The harp was nice. Oh, oh, I can do the harp. That oh, that'll okay, be the transition okay, sound okay. effect. This this will be a uh, this will be an indication for what our new um. It's it's like new... a trailer for our new intro. Right. All right. Ready. Ready. <laughs> That's really nice. <laughs> Imagine coming onto the podcast and hearing that nice, pleasant sound, and then Pahul screaming at the top of his lungs. I think it'll be like, it'll be like brushing your teeth and then drinking orange juice. You know, it'll be like, whoa. Wait, when is this thing gonna be like? When is this intro gonna be made? By next week or something? I'll, I'll probably do it once we're done here. So I'm gonna be screaming at 11 BPM. Oh, you know what? Maybe I. I'm not sure if we'll use it on this podcast though. I'll, I'll I'll do it after this, but I'm not sure like how far I'm gonna get. So I'm not sure like if it'll actually be quality. Uh, Anyways, what? I'm just saying. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next movie, which is called Scoob. And let's all pull up the plot synopsis, and we can go around and tell say what the plot synopsis is. Um, this is a big one. Oh yeah, it is. Okay, Nick, you get to start this one off. What With... order are we going okay, in? Okay, awesome. Um, Nick Pahul me. Okay. With hundreds of cases solved and adventures shared. Scooby and the gang face their biggest, most challenging mystery ever. Uh, plot two. Unleash. The. The ghost. Dog. Cerberus. Upon. The. World. As. They. Race. To. Stop. This. Global. Dog. Apocalypse. (laughs) The. Gang. Discovers. That. Scooby. Has a secret legacy and an epic destiny greater than anyone could have imagined. Wow. Wow. That one was long. I'm worried about the ones that are going to be really long. Fun fact, this movie was composed by Junkie XL. um, Who who is California. That's knows the name how to party. party, California. Guys, what knows is this? The start of the movie. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Scoob, who? Okay, Pahul. Out of Nick and I, which one is going to start? <laughs> Nick, 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 you're starting. What are your thoughts on Scoob? Um. Okay. Listen, from. A marketer's standpoint, this movie is perfect. Like, listen, think about it. So, 
this movie obviously is going to play it's a movie that plays off nostalgia that's all it is that's all it serves as and the demographic who would see this as nostalgic is upper teenagers like you know 18 19 that kind of thing i think Uh, the word you're looking for is millennials that they use multiple times during the movie (sighs) what no what we're not millennials no but it's targeted towards millennials is it okay whatever anyways and that's why it's PG. That's literally the only reason why they use that kind of language and like adultish jokes. Because we're the demographic because when we were younger we saw Scooby Doo, or at least most of us did. I didn't Not watch me. it personally. Yeah, I didn't watch it personally. Not um <clears throat> but if they would either. watch this movie, they would find it, you know, nostalgic. And since it the, they the marketers know that this these are the kinds of people that are going to watch it. Like a, a six year old's not gonna watch Scoob. Why the hell would they? No, a six-year-old, this movie is targeted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Nick, Nick, I think you're wrong. Like, I completely disagree. Here's what I think, is that this movie is targeted towards families. There's something for everyone. There's, like, the adultish jokes, like, my name is Dick, Dick, D-I-C-K, Dick. (laughs) And then then there's the jokes where, oh, my God, like, I don't know. F-bomb. Oh, yeah, F-bomb, that was a a joke. Falcon. Oh, I'm you skeeving millennial for the boomers. Yeah, for the boomers. That's that's like it's for there's something for everyone. Okay, I changed my mind. So it's for all's easy. <laughs> yeah, that was really easy. I was gonna say, Nick, saying that this movie is only for little is for like people who watch the old show and not little kids is like saying the trolls movies are made for people who played with the trolls dolls that were made in the 1950s and not little kids. Okay, that's true. So listen, I I redact my statement. It's for upper teenagers, millennials, and below. Because to be honest. The only reason I could see anyone who is over the age of, like, 21 or something would watch this is with their kids. That's the only reason. Because, I mean, yeah. kids can kids can enjoy it because, I mean, there's there's humor in there that is targeted at kids. No. And um, and the animation is very bubbly. It's very cartoonish. And it's all... It's like, it's like an ADHD child's dream, right? So, like, I think that... From a, yeah, from a marketing perspective, it has the right jokes for the right set of people, and it has the right kind of content for a smaller community. Now, from a a critique perspective, I don't think it's even worth it to to critique it. It's not it's not something that is supposed to be good. Which I get it. It's just like oh, it's a kids movie. Um, you shouldn't like uh, you shouldn't critique it because it's a kids movie and uh, like you, you, one would say i don't know there's been good kid, kids movies why can't you hate, hold this one up to the same standards and i guess that holds true but my god you can obviously see like critiquing it it's just like you, you're speaking to no one like i i don't know i i'm saying like a lot in this but whatever i'm doing my best um i think uh, that this movie was not supposed to be good that's my that's okay my okay here's here's i have two things to say about First thing I want to say is that Nick, because of that, I think I think you should watch the movies that we review because I like your critiques. I really do. They're very fun yeah. to listen to, and I think you should watch the movies that we watch. Like it's it's just four hours, four to six hours spread over a week. You can do that, Nick. Come on. And another I thing I want to say span. is that I saw glimpses of Tim Mana while you were ranting, and I always do when you're <laughs> ranting. Like. Like I, I see your father in you, oh. and that was crazy. I don't see that at all. He's like totally opposite. What are you talking about? 
I see it sometimes. His dad would try to make some joke about it, and he would talk for probably a total of four seconds. Uh, like, I see it. I see it. Anyways, um, I will go next, talking about Scoob. Nick, I understand your point. Like, it's very hard to review kids' movies because often the bottom line down comes down to this is a stupid movie that is made for kids and only kids can enjoy it. And like, that's not the worst thing ever. However, I think the demographic that you were talking about, the Scooby-Doo fans, are going to be very offended by this movie because it is very unlike the Scooby-Doo TV show. <laughs> like, mean, it's really good. <laughs> from the little bits that I've seen, the Scooby-Doo TV show was really a TV show that was made for like all ages. And it was animated, but it wasn't a stupid kid's cartoon. And I'm sorry, Scoob is such a stupid little kid's cartoon. And it's so formulaic. I I, I told Nick, <clears throat> this is going to be really hard to explain, but I'm going to try anyways. So when Mad Dinner season comes around, which is like October to December, I, I always... It's going to come around this year. What? Anyway, I don't think it's going to come around this year. I don't think so That's either, which is really sad. But, um, well, unless they do it at a new space, I think. Well, yeah, but, like, the the way the guests are packed in it, yeah, I guess new space would work, yeah. New space and also the food will have to be dealt with very differently. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Mad Dinner is what we were talking. No, we were talking. Okay, so around Mad Dinner season, I – like to try to fit in movies between school and mad dinner rehearsal and that's usually pretty tight that's about a two and a half hour like window so what happens is often i'll see a movie at like four and it will be two hours long or so or like an hour and 50 minutes and it'll be cutting off like right i either have to leave a little bit early or like i'm like like getting like worked up and i'm like i want this movie to end before i have to go um and I got that feeling watching the end of Scoob, which was so weird for me. But I think the reason for that is that this movie feels like every other movie and it doesn't feel like its own thing at all. This movie is not unique. This movie is literally like a carbon copy in terms of the way that the plot progresses and the way that the characters develop. And each character is such a boring character with like one character attribute. Like Velma is smart. And then, um, what's the other girl? Uh, not Velma, but... Janine. Janine. It's not Janine. Rachel. No. It's definitely not Janine. Stop just saying white names. <laughs> Catherine. No, no, no. It's, it's kind Ruth of a zany Bader name. Ginsburg. That, uh, no, that was Velma played Ruth Bader Vladimir Ginsburg. Lennon. Scooby-Doo characters. Hey. Let's see if I can Time try step. to... Um, what? What did, what did he propaganda, say? you call me? Okay. Oh, guys, look at this. It has Velma. It has Velma, and then it has Scooby. It just, lo- it just looks it. like it's the guy's face. <laughs> it, just, it, just it, it has Velma right here, and then Scooby-Doo right next to it, but it's just a picture of Velma. Anyways, Daphne. And Daphne is like the nice, pretty girl, and then Fred is like the buff dude who likes to eat food, and it's literally like each character has I think like... he likes to eat food. I think that's the... He talked about, and Scooby-Doo he talked like about the food. sandwiches though. He was always talking yeah, about like, like no, Rob, I you guess, got the wrong but that's just because he's guy. brainless. I just I just think because he's he, brainless. He's just a right. stupid Chad. He's like Ian yeah. if Ian wasn't smart. So I can't I can't say Stan, but you can say Chad. Yeah, that's a little bit better. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, 
yeah, I don't know. This movie just made me upset because like I hate kids movies that are just carbon copies of other kids movies. Like this felt like it hit all the same beats at the exact same time as Trolls World Tour. Only the animation was a lot worse and the characters were like way more annoying. Um, and that's that a is- cash grab. Paul, what did you think of Scoob? Uh, I, I didn't take I didn't take a lot of notes on this. The only note I took was movie self aware at minute twenty seven, and I don't remember why I wrote oh, that. I think I remember why because um, the Mark Wahlberg Blue Falcon character was like, "We got to keep this movie PG." No, that, no, it was it was during the bowling alley when they were questioning the lady. Something, something. I don't know. It was, oh yeah, the movie oh, was no, no. self aware. I know what you're talking about. Where it was like. Man, anybody whose friend was... No, yeah, no, she said that after the self-aware moment, though. There was something she said where... They were self-aware. I don't remember. Okay, Uh, anyway, uh, going past that, I think that uh, this movie was not that good. I still liked it more than Fonzo. I hated Fonzo or Capone. I don't know. Is it Capone or is it Fonzo? I don't know. Wait, why why do you think it's... Fonzo. I thought it was Fonzo because when no. I look at Fonzo, it comes up as Fonzo. It's Capone. Well, it comes up as Fonzo for me. Wait, really? And, yeah. It could be VPN, maybe. Oh no, it does come up as Fonzo. Why does it come up as Fonzo? Yeah, I, I don't know. Weird. Those movies are weird. I, Wait, and it's not VPN. Like, screw you. Well, I I made a I just oh, sorry. I just tweeted something and it's not showing up in my feed. Can you guys Uh-oh. look at my can you guys look at my feed to see if I tweeted it or not? Oh, do we have, I'll do it. Okay. We're literally in a podcast right now. I guess I'll do it. I mean, why not, you know? I had a dream that I found a, a, like a basket full of AirPods. <laughs> Last night. <laughs> Where did that come from? Because I was looking at Paul's ear, and then why do you wear them like that? What's wrong that's how they're supposed them? to be worn. Aren't they supposed to be worn down? No, no, it, those are the other ones. It hurts your. It hurts my ears to wear AirPods down. I try to like position them, but they also fall out of my ears when I wear them, like Bohul does. I don't have AirPods. I have like pink knockoffs. Yeah, we've oh, yeah, seen yeah. I, 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 I've seen. Wait, those look purple to me. Audience, but whatever. That looks purple, not pink. Sorry, Robert. Um, probably because there's a massive shadow over me. Did you have anything else to share about your Scoob opinion, Pahu? Uh, my Scoob opinion. Uh, Scoob opinion. Nice one. And I'm Thanks. thinking. I'm I thought thinking, the scene where uh, Scoob died to um, like a stomping was really, uh, really brave of the directors. But yeah, I know. Why did Sean Dorney come in and just start stomping dogs? Don Shorty. <laughs> dogs two and characters, also, two people in um, the podcast. Oh, the guy dabbed. The Falcon guy dabbed. Yeah, he did. Oh, oh, yeah, he, did. did. he really did. He did. He did. He did. That was I can't so tell weird. if that. I can't tell if that was because like a bunch of old people directed this, or just because it took so long to make the movie. That's what it was. That's what it was. Thank you, Nick. You're a genius. Okay, so you know what the bowling alley, uh, the the, the bowling alley girl says. Oh yeah, oh, I know what you're talking about. Dog oh, was yeah. with a guy who kept starting his sentences with the word like, 
as if it was an old guy thinking that's what young people talk like. That's what it was. Yeah, why okay, did all what purpose did so that good. have? What Personally, that I have? hate it when movies do that because it's like, yeah, you're admitting you have a problem, but you're not fixing it. You're just admitting yeah. that that's a problem with your movie. Like, self-awareness well, is nothing. I, I think that was just there. And there, if if I'm like, a, if I'm watching this with my like, theoretically, if I have like two kids and they're really small and they're stupid because kids are stupid, and they're watching this movie. I'm really bored, but they're they're entertained. And then there's these little gags peppered in to keep me kind of like interested in the movie. And then it makes sense that way, you know. Like they don't want to fix the movie because the movies act like it's mostly focused on the kids, but they have like these little gag moments or whatever peppered in for adults to like you know have fun. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll sit through this, you know, because it's meant to be with the whole family. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Anyways. Um, shall we just give scores for Scoob and move on to our mobile game? Wait, sure. Actually, oh, okay. I I know we talked about talking about a certain season of a certain show, but I feel like this episode has actually gone long enough. So why don't we just save it until we've seen the whole show to talk about it? All right. All right. Um. Anyways, uh, I will give Scoob. No, Nick, you start out, and then I go, and then Pohol goes. That's right. I'm going to give Scoob, um, a, would you commit a war crime for a Scooby snack out of 10? I'm going to give it a 2.75 out of 10. <sighs> uh, 10, 10, 10, 50. 1050. Yeah. Capone is a 400 and this is a 1050. That's just, yep. Exactly. They're like equally bad movies. Well, thing is, is that I was eating food while I was watching Scoob, so I was entertained. Were you eating like Scooby eating snacks? I was eating a burrito bowl. That's so basically Scooby snacks. Basically. Basically. Um, have any of you guys ever tried dog food? I have. I, I, I have as well. Dogs, so no. It's nasty. It tastes terrible. Well, I mean, it's liver and stuff. Like It's like dogs eat stuff. Yeah, the dogs are stupid. What do you mean? It's like liver and stuff. Like, like you know, the the the, the dog food. It has it's packed with protein. And it right. Has like, like you know, like weird meats in there, like liver and heart and brain and stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? I said they get all the bad stuff and they just chunk it together. And you have Guess dog I can't food. eat dog food anymore. But yeah, Dang. you don't eat dog food. <laughs> um, Nick, do you have interesting facts? As I stare into Shaggy's eyes, I see a reflection of my. <laughs> Sorry. Is that uh, your interesting fact? <laughs> no, this is uh, Mark Wahlberg's first animated film. <laughs> that's apparently. That's great. that's great. That's really great. Wasn't he in Transformers? Yeah, it's not animated. No, I'm just asking. Yeah, like, he was in Transformers. London Bridge is falling down, falling down. I have a fun fact, but it's literally like the, the biggest fact on IMDb I've ever seen. Like it's so okay. long. You should read it. You should read it. Warner Animation Group's first animated film to be released straight to streaming, 1492 Pictures, uh, first animated film, Atlas Entertainment's first animated film, the first animated film of the 2020s to be rated G by the AC ACB Australian Classification Board. This is the first Warner Bros. animated film in the 2020s uh, to be rated PG by the MPA. 
Uh, Warner Animation uh, Group's eighth feature film. Warner Animation Group's first film to not be animated feature created by Animal Logic and Sony uh, Pictures Imageworks. This is the first Warner uh, Animation Group movie to feature the new Warner Bros. Uh, Pictures slash Warner Animation Group fanfare at the start of the film. The first Warner Animation Group film to not be released on February or September. The first uh, Warner Animation Group movie to use the normal Warner Animation Group logo since the Lego Batman movie in 2017 and Smallfoot in 2018. The two movies have WAG uh, logo variants. This is the first Warner uh, Animation Group film to be animated fe- uh, feature created by Real FX. This is uh, Warner Animation Group's second film to use an opening title after the Lego Movie 2, the second part uh, in 2019. Uh, this is the first Warner Animation Group film to... Uh, released in May. What? Uh, Warner Animation Group's second film to be uh, based off already existing animated media after the Lego Ninjago movie in 2017. (laughs) Warner Animation Group's first film with the 2020 MPA logo. That that was not one fact. That was like (laughs) 50 facts compiled into one really long paragraph. 51 of 63 people found that interesting. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, now that we're out of that, can we get a transition sound effect? Of course you can. <laughs> it should be the Warner Brothers thing. Do, 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 do. We'd get copywritten. <laughs> oh, right. <yeah. laughs> what was that? <laughs> it's just someone laughing? I guess so. Wow. Really good one, Nick. Hey, guys, watch. <laughs> Robert got shorter. I talk about it. Okay, Paul, this is your game so in your section, so you go. All right. So this is a very new game to hit the App Store and the Google Play Store. It's called Kart Rider Rush Plus. It's basically Mario Kart, but it's from South Korea. And, yeah, that's all there is to say. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. At its base level, it's a Mario Kart game. It's just a Mario Kart ripoff. But I like it because app, like Mario Kart on iOS and, and phones and stuff, it sucks. And this is pretty good. So yeah, that's it. That's all there is to say. Wow. That, 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 that's all you have for, for, this, for this video game? No, for the introduction. I want to review it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so um, I will start this one off then. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about the game. That's right. Um, I was very skeptical about this game when you sent it to me, Pahul, because I did have the bad experience with the really crappy phone Mario Kart game that everyone freaked out over. And on top of that, this app was two gigabytes for some reason. Oh yeah, and That nice. just worried me. I didn't know why an app would need to be two gigabytes long if it wasn't like GarageBand or something to like fair, that. So there's a lot of stuff in the app. Like there is chock full of stuff. and actually i'm okay with the two gigabytes because i thought this was really fun like i genuinely had a really fun time playing this video game um i it's the mechanics are really good for a phone game that's what i noticed right away i think it's super enjoyable it's it's easy to just kind of like play for an extended period of time my only problem is that it's like Whenever I'm looking for a phone game, I'm not really looking for something to really sit down and play, which is just how I am as a phone game gamer, I guess. 
Um, um, so that was like a thing where like, I'm not sure how long I'll keep this game for because I don't know if I'll really be playing it that much realistically, but I enjoyed it and I'm glad that you pointed it out to me, Kahul. You're welcome. That's, those are my thoughts. Nick. Uh, well, this game, uh, I think that this is the first competent game that Pohul has ever sent us. Um, Shut up. I think, I think okay, a very big strong suit of this game is the graphics. I think they really nailed it with uh, just like the kind of, you know, bubbly little nature of the characters and the cars and, and my dog is here. Hi, Elvis. <laughs> Anyways, um, here, wait, let me show you the camera. Why are you showing Aww. us your dog? Little cutie baby, yes. That one's that one's your best dog by far. Now go. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, time stamp. Anyways, <laughs> oh, Wait, why, here. Why, why are you time stamping that? So I can show. I can remember to show the audience. Anyways. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, th this game it, it feels like it feels it looks like a competent um, uh, what's it called? Console game actually. Uh, so that means it's always going to be a good uh, mobile game. My only complaints is that the tutorial, it, this okay, this game doesn't even need a length like the, the the amount of like tutorial that this that the game provides you. The tutorial should have been like okay, they dumb it down as if you're like a, a three year old who doesn't know what the color red is like 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 they dumb it down so much like it's the drift button makes you drift and using the arrows makes you turn directions it's just like of course like why would you need to tell me that why would you need an entire level to tell me that and my other complaint is that the controls I didn't like very much I I think like everything else, like you know, the drift button and everything is fine. But the the, the thing to steer two little buttons that are in one static place, I, I didn't like personally. Like I, I I like having the feeling of like a joystick in my finger. So like I feel like a joystick that could be um, placed anywhere around the screen would have been better in my opinion. Um, but other than that, I really like this app. I think it was very competent and it 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 doesn't seem like a, a phone app. Like it, it seems like an actual competent, yeah. um, like at, like a maybe PC game or console game. So, for that matter, I think is really good. That was that was, that was good, Nick. You 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 really stepped it up this week. Yeah, yeah you really did. Good for you. I'm I'm proud of you, Nick. Yes. Oh, also, I don't mean to brag, but I'm diamond four in this game. <laughs> like I started how, playing ranked how did mode. you climb up so quickly? Uh, no, because I played it so much. Once my AP <laughs> tests were over, this is all I did. And I finished my last AP test. Addicted to it. Oh yeah, good. Well, which one was it? Was it English? Yeah, it was my last one. And I also just—I think I just signed up for uh, my on online class. I think, but I could be wrong. Well, which one are you taking? Um, for now, since I can't take English until like um June, July or something like that. Um, I signed Why? up for because you need to. Oh, AP, right? Yeah. Um, I'm taking uh Gov slash Econ. I believe. Wait, you need to take two classes for that. Yeah, so I yeah, and I can only apply for seven credits, and AP Gov and Econ is six credits, so I have to like wait or something like that. I don't know. So yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Damn right. Um. Okay, Pahul, it's your time to shine, man. What did you think of this game? Okay, this game. I mean, I had so much fun playing this game. I mean, I racked in so much screen time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how much screen time I racked because it was like, it were, oh my god! Um, wait, screen time. What? What? 
last week. I took it last week. See activity last week. I want to see last week. Oh, jeez. 13 hours. What? You put yeah, 13, 13 hours, hours into this game? Plus this week, I've put uh, almost nine hours. I thought you were... this game came out. This game came out like Thursday. And that's what you have to put to get to Diamond 4. And it's really hard, but it's 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 fun. You are absolutely insane, Pahul. You are literally. Does my hair look good like this right now? No. Yeah, actually, yeah, it does. you have like a big kind of big forehead on the side. I mean, yeah, it's no, fine. no, 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 no. I like it. I think that I think forehead size is overrated. <laughs> I. But yeah, that's how many hours I put, and it was fun. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. Sometimes it's frustrating because it gets pretty hard up there, but. Um, I think it's a it's a very commendable game. And uh, there's no there's the only thing you have to pay money for is like like cosmetics. You don't need it's not a pay to win game, which is really cool. That's it. Yeah. My name is Mr. Jeff by the way on the game. So if you want to friend me, you can. <laughs> Did you put any money into this game? Not a single penny. Wow. So are are you going to keep on playing this one after we uh now that we're done reviewing it? You're not going to oh, delete yeah. it on air. Yeah, I'm not going to delete this. This one's really fun. Dang, that's that's impressive. All right, um, what do what do we what what? Oh yeah, we give our rankings. I will give this game a seven point five out of ten. Nick, um, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I would give it an eight point five, but I mean, it's a car game with steering wheels. Why would you have two buttons to control your steering? That's stupid. Well, Nick, you're really upset. Yeah, this game's a lot more complicated than it seems. There's like a bunch of tutorials. And then when it comes to like the higher levels, like every second counts. I've lost multiple games. Like I've lost first place by a sheer matter of like a t- tenth of a second. Like there's a lot of stuff that goes in. It's crazy. And um, um, what uh, I'm, I'm gonna get this a, uh, I'm gonna just like a thirteen hundred. That's pretty good. What did you give it again, Nick? I forgot. An eight. Oh, you actually gave it like a real score. You didn't. Like give it a something out of something. Anyways, <laughs> um, transition sound effect, Nick. Uh, yeah. Let's do some elevator music. Wait, this is from um, I hit everything. It, Robert, this is very famous music. This is not. That's from I. That's from I oh. hate everything. Nick, do you know that YouTube account that makes like free music? Like, there are really... so many accounts that do. No, no, but there's like, a really famous one okay. that has like the most generic music out there. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I know. Yeah, you're. Um, I forget his name. It's, like it's Alan something. I don't know. No, it's it's like I'm not good with names. McLaughlin or something. No, it's not. I know it's not but that. Like, what's your name? Dude? That's really oh, bothering me. That's Manha. Um, it's Sneaky Snitch is one of his songs. Kevin McLeod, there we go. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, MacLeod that's, that's is actually yeah. how you pronounce it. Um, yeah. Nick, Nick, where are we at time-wise? Uh, about an hour. About an hour? Okay. We should, uh, let's just do a few questions. Let's just see how this goes. Let's see when we get tired of this. Okay. Okay. I'm using a new website today than what we normally do. So these will oh, be like the old totally different brand of questions. If you were offered the position of mayor of your city, would you take it? No. I think this is a very good one right now, considering what's going on with local government. Ooh. 
Well, what's going on with local government? I haven't been keeping up. You didn't. So basically, there was like this press conference thing where people came and started like rioting to it, and some some like fighting happened. And it just got intense. It's really hard to explain. Um, but basically, all this stuff went down. Um, would you would you take it? I wouldn't. Um. Being a mayor of the city, uh, yes, I would. I don't. That sounds like so stressful. Like especially it right now. Stressful, but I feel like I've watched enough of House of Cards to kind of know what I'm doing. Ah, uh, yes. Up. You up. can learn politics <laughs> by watching House of Cards. Genius. Yeah, it's, it's pretty intense right now. By the way, I I bet it is. Okay, man, these ones are kind of lame. What board game do you like the most? I didn't even get the answer. <laughs> oh, Nick, Nick, Nick you said no. Mayor? Yeah, you didn't let me elaborate. Oh, okay, yeah, elaborate, Nick, you, Nick, you may elaborate on your on your point of why you well, wouldn't be. Well, the reason I wouldn't be the mayor is because, well, because, I mean, first of all, yeah, as Robert said, it would be incredibly stressful. And also, it's not something that I care about. I don't give a crap, a darn, a tootin about Redding. I, like, the people here could die from a meteor for all I care. Like, I really. Wow. Like <laughs> Well, wow, that's, your that's parents live here. Except okay, for my I have, parents. Uh, but, but what about your? What about us? Yeah, and what about all the food areas? What if your parents can't eat food? Everything around. Yeah, what, what, if, what if it's literally just your parents living in this town? I'm sure Tim Mana would make some joke where that's like his dream world, but in reality, he would starve to death. Why would he? St- okay. Uh, well, no, I'm pretty sure Tim Mana is a very competent hunter. He's just gonna. He's just going to go out with chowder and he's going to cut like 50,000 beer and he's going to lug it with his bare hands. Or he could just move to a new city. And it's... Or that. <laughs> but, 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 it, but the manas are resilient people. They won't move until they have to move. They're the resilient. manas left Portugal. The manas left Portugal. If they were resilient, Nick would be speaking Portuguese and living in Lisbon. Right now. Have... That's, that's Portuguese. Exactly. Wow. But instead, he Nick, speaks English. Why do Why do you talk like that? I'm in. Uh, that's my native I, I'd tongue. I'd like to be mayor because imagine what that would look like on my CV. Like, imagine oh my the god, profits. the boy mayor of Redding, California. I universities would die to have me. That's all. Well, I just that's don't true. Think... That would be great for college resumes if you guys. were literally <laughs> the mayor of your town. <laughs> yeah, I just talked through a yawn. Okay, next question. Next question. What is what board game do you like the most? Is the next question. Uh, All right, fine. I'll go. Uh, I love Monopoly so much. Like, if I lived in a community where I could competitively play Monopoly, that would be my passion. I would I would forget filmmaking. I love playing Monopoly so much. I can literally play it for hours on end. Like, the games of Monopoly that go on for hours are my favorite of all of the board games. Like. They're so good because it gets so intense and you're constantly trying to like manage like your money and everything. Like Monopoly by far is the best board game of all time. And I would defend that till my dying day. Okay. Um, Robert, I know this is opinion based, but if you were to say Monopoly is the best game ever, then I would completely disagree with you. Uh, because I, I like I like games that um, implore strategy and I know Monopoly employs strategy, but my God, cha- okay, like if there was if there was a graph based on um, influence of winning the game, um, I think that for Monopoly, chance would be. Uh, oh, you can't see it. Hold on, let me. 
Wait, 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 wait. What, wait. Am I, what are we supposed to be looking at right now? My, my camera. There we go. Okay, chance would be up here, and then strategy would be down here. Like, sure, there's a little bit of strategy. Strategy would kind of uh, get you uh, to maybe win, but most of the time, it's completely possible for a grandmaster at Monopoly to lose against a complete beginner just because of chance, and that's what I hate about that game it's fun See, i i love that it's that a lot of it is left up to chance because you can try super hard and you can be an expert at the game but sometimes you just still don't make it it's 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 a great incorporation of strategy and chance in my opinion okay well that's where we differ robert i'd, I'd like more strategy than chance to be honest in, in the game like um which is why i say i think that um secret hitler is my favorite because of course of course What's that for? It's just predictable. I just knew that that was going to come out of your stupid mouth. <laughs> Nick, I'm joking. Nick, I'm joking. Um, I like I like the game because it's a great party game. It gets people talking, and it has uh, it, it, ha it has the possibility to have a lot of uh, controversy and uh, you know arguments. And I really like that. I really really like that about it. And it, it employs um, some strategy, and it gets people talking, and it's a great fun game. That's my that's my thoughts. Do you have you ever played it with your family? Uh, once when you guys were over at my birthday, I think. I want to play that with your family so bad. Remember when? Remember, um, Mary Jorgis um uh, put the uh, chancellor like uh, thing on his head and just stood there. Wait, you you know you know his last name? That's wild. I never knew that he had a last name. I thought his <laughs> name was just. Blank E-R-R-Y. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. Okay. My turn. No. All right. Next yeah, question. I'm just kidding. Nick, yo, 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 Pahul. I was joking. Come on, man. Okay, I'm just okay. joshing I've, you. I've researched this board game. I don't have it, but I would really like to play it. That's what I'm going to say right now. There's this board game called Diplomacy. It's like Risk, but with, with you remove all all chance it's all strategy which is awesome because i feel like chance kind of ruins board games oh that sounds good uh, actually and oh no no it's so good there's actually it's it was made in in the 1940s and like presidents play this like there's a photo of john f kennedy playing this board game in the oval office it's like a really serious board game and it takes hours. Like, it takes days <laughs> on end to finish this. It's awesome. I want to play this with someone. Like, it's Wait, what's it called? People. It's called Diplomacy. I bet we, we, should could play find, that. We, we could find that on Tabletop, I bet. Yeah. Like, it's... it's Pahul, Pahul, buy Tabletop Simulator, and we will legitimately play that. Robert, I don't want to play, like, a day-long game. No, 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 no. Not right, not, not right now, but, like... I know, wait. I know, but, like, in general, I think that would be awful. Why? No, no, because no, no. playing like, tabletop simulators. No, no, we should do it. Like apparently, like friendships are broken because <laughs> of this game. There's so much backstabbing and everything. It is insane. That sounds fun. I would love to play this game. And that's that that does working. sound fun. I'm I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised that I've never heard of it before. If it's considered so fun, but like, what's your favorite game of the ones that you've actually played? Oh, uh, Monopoly would have to be up there. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Monopoly gang. Uh. Okay, should we go on to our next question? Yeah. If you get rid... If you get rid the... What? If you get rid the world of one disease, what would it be? 
coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such a bad question for right now. Oh okay, yeah, this one. I would pick. I would pick. Um, Alzheimer's probably. Yeah, Alzheimer's or cancer or something like those are the two big ones. Yeah. Well, okay. If you get rid of cancer, cancer is like such a broad term. Like, is that just anything? Yeah, cancerous cells. Cancerous cells don't don't appear. Yeah, cancer cells. I'm Pahul. Okay. I feel like we're making like a huge leeway on that on the disease though, and I feel like Alzheimer's is a lot worse. And then like, what? Cancer? In in suffering, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah, about no, that. With actually, cancer, you actually, have to, like, I get that. I get that. But because... like the medical procedures associated with cancer, you have to lose your hair, which yeah, is like a big it's, identity it's thing. It's painful, but like emotionally, the stress that out. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of emotional stress that goes with cancer, but like the people around you, you forget the people you love. You don't know their names. And I feel like, like it affects being... more people around you. Like with cancer, it, it, like people are obviously going to be sad, but with Alzheimer's, you're you're like pestering them with sadness like it's oh, just yeah, like seriously imagine growing old with someone your entire life and you just start to lose your mind and they have to watch you while you can't even remember their name that's insane well okay are we talking about in terms of being bad for the person or being bad for like everybody well i, th- I, I think, I think it's important to take like take both into account yeah like personally if if i knew someone really well i would rather have them have cancer than alzheimer's personally Gotcha. I mean, the big statement. I feel like the thing with Alzheimer's is that, like, wouldn't you? It couldn't be as bad for the individual person because, like, you wouldn't be conscious true, of the yeah. fact that what you're doing is really bad, or like that what's happening to you is really bad. Also, you could consider it like people like cancer. Usually, like most, like usually does not care about age. Well, Alzheimer's, it's like disproportionately affecting really old people. So if you look at it completely from a logical standpoint where you want people to have the longest lifespan possible, you'd want them to have, you'd want to eradicate cancer over Alzheimer's or whatever. And I'm sure um, cancer has more like kills. Yeah, I mean, I don't think- I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) Yeah, kills was a weird word to use there, Nick, but it's okay. Redacted, it has killed more people. Redacted. 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 What what what? We're um, just talking about incredible diseases. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, here's the next question. What is your favorite day of the week? This, this is stupid. I hate this. Wednesday. <laughs> Thursday? Friday, yo. Wednesday. Why is Wednesday? Wednesday? Wednesday is one of the worst days. No, Wednesday's the hump day. Yeah, and it's it's a hump day because it's like you have to push through the hump and it's terrible. But it's a minimum day. Okay, but let, let's take but it out of the context. You gotta understand, the sun does not do- go down earlier on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a minimum. <laughs> um, what are we... Oh, no, you know what we should do? We should rank the days. We should like say our personal ranking of the days and then try to form a collective list um personally i think that the best days go saturday friday sunday yeah that makes sense that makes sense actually tuesday thursday wednesday monday i think tuesday tuesday can be chill because it's not like too deep in the week where you feel like crap but it's also like not so close to the weekend that you're just yearning for that you know i feel like tuesday is 
It's not as bad as everybody says it is. Tuesday sucks, bro. <laughs> Tuesday's not that terrible. No, I agree with Robert. I agree with Robert. Haha, ha, take that, Pahul. I think Monday's pretty awesome. Monday's Pahul awesome. sauce. Sorry, like, that, you know, you better be sorry. Because when, once Monday's over and I'm leaving school, it's like, oh my God, I'm done with Monday. That's awesome. No, but That's the reason awesome. that you feel happy like that is because you feel like crap about having to adjust. But I like the happy feeling more than, and I don't care about the crap feeling. And so I'm going to go with Monday as my favorite day, as my second favorite day. He's just doing that to feel different. And that's on baby. Wednesday, Monday, (laughs) Thursday, Tuesday, uh, Sunday, Saturday, Friday. Friday suck. Um, All right. That was that was a good that was a better question than I expected. Okay, let's do two more. I still didn't answer. I hate (laughs) what? I didn't get to listen. Oh my god, Nick, just answer. Just answer. So I think Saturday. It's gonna be like a five minute long. Friday. Sorry, go on. Saturday. Wednesday. Nice. No, wait, Tuesday, Wednesday. Minimum um, day. Sunday. No, Thursday, Sunday. And then Monday. Sunday is kind of a crappy day because it's like the yeah, day Sunday we have to sucks. do I hate, I hate Sunday so much. Anyways, and that's I'm... from the perspective on like a bad week. If it was a good week, my list would be different. Dang. Nick, that was profound. Thanks, Thank bro. you so much for sharing your opinion on that question. That really did help contribute to the podcast. I don't mean to brag, but we have five stars on iTunes as we speak. Oh! <gasps> we have three reviews, right? Yeah, one from... Telissa Ores, <laughs> one from you. I'm pretty sure you're the Cars Cast movie cast fan, right? No, I'm not. Bob uh, okay, Burke. Yeah. are you and, serious, and, Robert? That's your account. And, <laughs> and my name, and my name is Jeff, the podcaster on the thing. And you gave us a five. Yeah, I said, okay. this is awesome. The fact that we have a five star review that is not from us is actually pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. What what did the reviews say? You should read them out loud. Okay. Oh, Robert, that reminds me. We were gonna have reviews of uh, Scoob, but like one star. Oh, yeah. I, I it's a little too late to go back on. It's it's too late, Nick. Totally cool, bro. By cast cast movie cast podcast fan. This podcast is like totally awesome. Super cool. Really sick. Love this. By Elis four five eight. This podcast is so fun to listen to. Okay, I feel, I don't like doing this. I hate this part. Please cut this out. It just seems like we're just like bragging oh about our review. This sucks. Timestamp. Oh, cut this out. I'm sorry. You need to calm I'm so down. sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, you're guys. getting worked up over this. You need to calm down, man. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not. Re- I'm not reading our reviews. That's so. That's so. I'm not gonna. I'm not, they I'm do not that on cast, the Curse Cast movie cast. I, I don't know. I just feel like a douchebag doing it. But thank you for the reviews to like the genuine reviews, which is one. Which is one of them. Yeah. We should, we should, yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll start texting a bunch of people and ask them to review our podcast. Nah, that's, that's weird, dude. It's fine. TikTok. What if we make literally like thousands and thousands of accounts and get our like podcast to the highest rated podcast? Okay. On okay no, so here's what, here's what. <laughs> wow, we just, so we have this. like, <laughs> we have like 20 plays, like 20 people listen to our podcast and we have like 400,000 reviews. <laughs> 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 we could all 
we could offer like five dollars for every review and we'd basically be like paying okay. for views for reviews but this is like realize how many people that's four hundred thousand times five i wonder what's the highest rated podcast on apple podcast i think that's joe rogan cast on apple podcast okay question in the meantime while i look this up if you inherited or won a million dollars what's the very first thing you would do with the money if you inherited or earned a million dollars what would the i would hire an accountant i would hire uh i would hire an investor a portfolio manager i'd hire a i'd hire a lawyer and then i'd build up on that money um, the number one podcast uh, is Call Her Daddy. Yeah. And the number two yeah. is the Joe Rogan Experience. Gosh darn it. That's that's weird. Number three is The Daily. Number four is Crime Junkie. And I number listen to five the Daily. is Wind of Change. The Daily is really cool. Uh, yeah, you know, I think I think our goal is to breach the top 100. Yeah, we should do that. Like, by, like, in 20 years or something. That sounds I think that's really cool. hard. Like, that, that's... <laughs> No, no, not in terms of like people who listen to it. In terms of like people who give it five stars. When I had a when I had a a, a blog thing back in the day, <laughs> I I used to write like six or seven posts every every two hours, and I used to just spam all the time until I got famous. So that's what we should do. We should have a podcast episode every day or something. Oh, Nick, would you edit that? No. <laughs> that would be so cool if we did like an hour-long podcast every single day. That's so much content. I'll take like how can we watch three movies every day? <laughs> no, no, no. We we like, like we could review like short films on YouTube. Why are we even considering this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nick, what would you do with a million dollars? Um, well, I I think I'd just save it. There's no like I'd buy it. Save it. Hire a manager or something. It'll you need to grow all your money. You can't just. Well, put okay, it at what bag. age would I inherit this money? Now, like oh, today. Now, okay. Um, I would put it all into college, and then once I'm out of out of. Oh, co- that's a good idea. Uh, once I'm out of college, I would uh use it to buy a home, and uh, if I have any left over, raise could... a family. No, no, I don't want a family. Buy a home. Um, raise a good old fashioned family. Oh, I buy a home in like like the outskirts of Silicon Valley where the houses are really cheap. And then a few years later, I just sell it for like five trillion dollars. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just buy and flip a house. It's cool. No, you should. Trillion yeah. dollars. That just hit me. Sorry. It might be it might be smart to buy a bunch of houses in, like around around Silicon Valley, and then soon enough, the you're first trillionaire was the the guy to sell a single house. <laughs> it was trillion. just such a good house. Multi-trillions. <laughs> it, it got hyped up as the, the best house of all time. It was made of antimatter. <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy that a gram of antimatter is worth like fifteen point four trillion dollars? That's, that's a lot of pretty cash. Cool. Yeah, that's a lot of cash. I don't know what I'd do. I think I'd spend a lot of money on Cartwright or Rush plots to get all the cosmetics and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> imagine opening your paypal account and having like a five trillion dollars in there that's so insane like i'd be like what that's your reaction you'd be like what okay i have, I have a question again. what is antimatter that's a really i have no idea i it's... just yeah it's weird like next question just the opposite of existence 
I think so. I mean, it's just a, such a weird name. Yeah. I don't know, strange. dude. I don't want to say anything because I have no idea. I have literally no idea. Nick, this is this is your task. Yeah, this is your Figure time to shine. You're like the nerd. Is. Yeah, you're like the oh I oh the sigma to the x equals uh, i to the two power what, plus what, what five question? six seven. Um, what is antimatter? Like, what is it? Okay. Um, should we do one more question or should we just call it here? Verita Serum. That's the YouTube channel that Let's probably do. knows. Veritasium. What the hell? Why'd you pronounce it like that? Are you joking? <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce Barrett, it. Barrett, what the heck is wrong with you? Wait, what just happened? What just happened? Wait, Veritasium. He pronounced it Veritasium and it's pr pronounced Veritasium. Wow. Yeah, Pahul, that's a, that's a, that's a new place. <laughs> Pahul, oh, we man. really switched places for this podcast. Um... Well, no, yeah, I mean... Screw you! <laughs> How dare you call me Nick? I didn't call you Nick. No, he... Robert. <laughs> Nick. I'm Nick. surrounded by idiots. Anyways, if I had a million dollars, I'd spend it on a popcorn and some snacks from the oh, cinema. Up <laughs> top! Bang! Okay, I think we should the camera. It. it was just Shaggy. I think we should call it here. We've uh, we, we've dragged this on for honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if Willa even gave up at this point. <laughs> it's so freeing to finally if say. If her you're name. hearing this, Willa, um, the coupon code is four seven u two nine six seven eight. Go to Panda Express, fifty percent off on it's me. Just, it's just not true. What if that actually happens to be a coupon code? <laughs> like you just magically guessed a coupon code. That would be wild. Okay. It could happen. So uh, we need to figure out a way to end the podcast. So um, I think I'm going to end it with what will be uh, our ending music next week. So it's kind of like a precursor. Are you guys ready? Yes. Let's do it. That's so stupid. <laughs>